Hello, welcome to another Systems Within Systems presents The Way of Violent Realization. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about Tai Chi and personality and what goes into that. I think Sifu's going to start us off. Well, yeah, actually, um, Ben was just talking about something before we even started this. I think it's a good thing to bring out uh, with the Tai Chi. Uh, people have seen uh, the videos a little bit where I start breaking down the Tai Chi on the second one. We have one where we're just doing it where I start breaking it down and really showing how much there is to it. Um, but there is even more breakdowns to that, which was getting too long for the guy that was doing it. He says, okay, look, we've got to cut it short a little bit. So I could have went even deeper into the rabbit hole of actually showing the Tai Chi. Right. But <clears throat> Tai Chi has a lot of, um, a lot of things going on in it. I think uh, I was also talking to Ben. Uh, he's working. His friend um, is a psychologist. Psychologist uh, Ooh, Brian, yeah. you were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, is yeah. It Brian, and yeah, he's uh, a PhD student. All right, yeah. so he wants to. His big thing is trying to measure chi. <laughs> That's one of the things he wants to do. <laughs> and I'm saying, why does anybody want to measure chi? Like, why do they think of chi as being a thing? You know, it's it's. It's dispersed throughout the body like you can't separate blood from water. You know, it's just part of what the blood is. Chi is also part of what it is. Or when people try to measure soul or they're trying to measure spirit, it's what it's just amalgamated in everything that you are. And that is what I believe part we talk about the Tai Chi. Uh, there's all these different benefits from the Tai Chi. There's a benefit from it from the combat side of it, there's a benefit from it, from the health side of it, if it's done properly and right. If it's not done properly and right, you're just doing the Tai Chi and it can actually do damage to you. And there's a benefit from it as understanding more about your personality. Hmm. So I wanted to talk about personality a little bit and, and I'm going to refer to Ben what, what you were just saying about passion. And also Vic was just talking about some writer uh, that he was thinking like the writer was kind of making excuses for not writing the book and what you were thinking well why don't you just bow in and do it you know stop making excuses and all these things in your life bow in and do it and we won't mention the writer's name but you know i also think that the writer can't do it right now he's just not or he or she is not ready to actually lost their mojo and trying that's because they're not involved with it as much and it does take a lot to be involved with something and to me, that's the discipline that uh, form work, and I'm not saying form work as far as getting out there and using forms for fighting or, I mean, now they use them for movies and it's kind of lost its meaning. What the form really was meant to do is really to, you know, understand your overall body movement, make your body movement better so you can perform better in combat. That's all it is, you know. Um, and bringing more of your personality to the surface. Now, people that really do practice form, really practice it in the proper way, or the movements, uh, will find themselves sometimes getting very emotional during their form. Yeah. It will start to bring things or move your body chemistry, you know, your genetics. All of this stuff starts to come to the forefront. Now, when I talk about personality, your personality shows up in your movement. So people will ask me questions that will be on the side. How, well, how do you know so much about that person and they know the person? Like you just are there for like five minutes and you know what this person is about. You're saying things that 
It's almost like magic. I say, no, it's not magic. It's one, it's an energy. And there's in their personality. And, and then the way they walk to the table, when they sit down, the way they reach for a glass that's on the table, the way they're eating, how they're socially interacting with other people. And you could see that within the first five, 10 minutes, what this person is about. Because what people fail to see is that what they're showing you is their personality or lack of. And most people have a lack of personality. So you always hear me say to you guys, when you walk into a room, you command that mat. So if anybody steps onto your mat, that's in your range of motion, you command that in the mat. Your personality has to ring true. You are honest and true to who and what you are. Most people can't even, don't even know that they have a personality. Most people are acting out their personalities, are pretending to be somebody else's personality instead of finding their own personality. I mean, true personality, who you are. And that has to deal with all the superstitions you deal with, all the stuff that you've been told all your life, all the lies, all the truths, all of these things coming in and amalgamating in you as one solid individual. The Tai Chi helps bring that personality to the surface. So when you bow in, the first thing you have to do is discipline yourself to that. As you bow in, you're bringing more of your senses, more of your own body movement, and you're bringing you to the surface. It's not just doing Tai Chi. It's bringing you to understand the Tai Chi, to understand what, it is, what it's doing for you, bringing your expression to the Tai Chi, not somebody else's. Now, you can use that as a starting format. Like if your Sifu's teaching you, you're using that, you know, guys, how rough I am on you, you know, with the Tai Chi and whatnot. And these are all points that come in. But once you get to a point, it has to be discovered. And therefore, you create it. You know, and that, in order to do that, you have to understand your personality. Personality is powerful. Because what a personality does, it's positive. It allows you to kick back from disappointments in your life. It allows you to bow in to come through with things or through things that whether it's depression that you're dealing with or somebody else's uh, world problems or whatever is going through there and are going on in your life, your personality is what people see. But it's the one thing that eludes us. It eludes us to ourselves because if I asked you guys, do you know, do you have a personality? You probably couldn't really answer that. You probably would say, well... I think I'm kind of acting my personality. I'm not really, and it's also what people expect to see of me. You know, like, but are you truly being your personality? Is your personality, wherever you are, is what it is? You know, like you're not pretending to be something else. Or it's not through your ego. It's not through your superstition. It's not through your religious beliefs. It's you bringing you to the forefront. The Tai Chi form work, I also believe in martial art or in body movement, really helps you to express that personality. If you notice that tennis players have a certain personality, football players have a certain personality, Marines have a certain personality, right? And they're all in with different types of movement, different types. Gymnasts have a certain, ice skaters have a hockey players, but nobody sees that. And when you talk to a hockey player, you know you're talking to a hockey player. You know, like, okay, you know, not just because he's, if he's a true and he's got no teeth, you know, he's, he's a true hockey. He's, he's, you talk to a football guy, they all seem to have the same 
person are they really true to their personality though but are they just fit within that crowd like zebras hang with zebras chimps hang with chimps you know everybody seems to if you're talking to a lawyer if you're talking to a doctor they all have these certain personalities it's really easy to see but what's your personality so to me when you truly do tai chi and when you truly do like shaolin form work you're bringing more of your you're connecting with your overall body movement and you're expressing your personality so people may say to me, you know, like you guys have seen what I've been through recently, right? My personality change? Did anything change Never. through all that drama? Nothing changed. Just, uh, just your pain level. Yeah, and I was also very expressive with who I was. Yep. I am true to who I am. You know, like I know my personality. Now I'm not saying that will change. It may, things may add on to it, but that's my, I would say, my foundation. So... Yep. I don't get depressed over things that people get depressed about. I don't have, like I have difficult times making decisions when I'm by myself until I make a decision. Sometimes right, sometimes wrong. But when I make the decision, I make the decision. You know, it's all my personality. My personality allows me to have positive thought. It's not that, oh, I have to think positively. My personality allows me to have that. My personality allows me to kick back from things where people get depressed about. I don't get depressed. My personality allows me to kick back from motion or movement if I'm, you know, feeling a little physically tired or what I need to, to do to improve on that. Whatever has to come about, it allows me to kick back, to put myself in check and to look at life in a very positive way because I'm expressing me. Because I understand and I'm passionate about my personality. What do you guys like about me besides the idea of what I can do? If, okay, first of all, if I couldn't do what I could do, you wouldn't be here. So first of all, I had to attract, you know, in the beginning. Like, okay, yeah, this guy's saying this, that. Oh, well, he can really do this. So one, I have value to you because I have something to offer. Right. The other was once you met me was no matter how crazy you may think I am or whatever it may be, is that I have personality. There's a guy that you showed me on the videos, uh, on the YouTube videos, uh, uh, the, 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 the fellow, the bald guy that, uh, what's his name? Oh, Master Wong? Is that his name, Master Wong? He goes, if I could push your head and, and oh, poke out a, your eyes. Yeah, he's, is a, that him? he's a British. Yeah. yeah. I love that guy. And, and, but the thing that I like about him, he he's, comes off like he's crazy and whatever it is, but he's not because he has personality. And what he says may come off in a crazy way, but the guy can really do what he says he's doing. What attracts people to him is one, he can, you know, practice what he preaches, and two, right. he has personality. But it's his personality, and people respect that. They understand where it's coming from. Just from a YouTube video. I, mm -hmm. I don't know what it's like in real life. I'm just spitballing what, what I see here. Right. You know, but the guy seems like, I'm sure he's a very intelligent guy if you had to talk to him about, you know, combat about fighting the street fighting and what makes sense and what doesn't make sense but his personality comes on very strong that's his person but it's his you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i don't think that guy and what i mean is it's like people might say oh he's acting I, I i don't get that from him 
he, you know, I think he's a very excitable person. Right. He just really is that way, and he's found his personality, and that's what people attach to. Mm. That, to me, is combat. That's what I'm trying to teach to you guys. That's what I try to teach to any every student, is to discover who they are and express it. You know, like, we look at spirituality, and we always look at the big picture. Like, oh, creation, if I, I would change the world if I do this, I'd change the world. That's the big picture. That's up to creation. We have to look at the little picture. What would you change? What would you express? How important it is for you to stay on the path that you're on? How much do you believe, and belief is nothing more than commitment, to what it is that you're trying to do? And then you start practicing personality. Then you start discovering more of who and what you are which I think that both of you are starting to come into. But you need to realize what you're coming into. And that, to me, is what belief is, right? Not the big picture. Yeah, okay, I have the small picture of what I've been trying to do for 40 years, which is now coming to, it's coming into presence now because the world's finally caught up to me and I can do this stuff, right? Okay, that's great. So, but I've always stayed true to who and what I was because of my personality and because I believed in it. So I'm expressing my personality. I'm expressing my belief. I'm expressing my spirituality or my soulfulness or whatever you want to care to call it. I'm not looking for the big picture because that's up to the matrix of creation. I'm looking to what I'm doing. If the matrix of creation takes a hold of it and it goes somewhere where it's gonna change other individuals or make people understand more, that's great. But all I'm looking for is my soulfulness, my personality, my expression, and believing in that, having faith in that, having trust in that. First, you have to discover that, and you have to be truthful to your personality in the many phases that you're going to face through. So, before we talk about the little thing that you talked about, passion, right, with the Tai Chi, Tai Chi is a phase that never ends. You always hear me say that Tai Chi are the Shaolin or the systems within systems that I'm teaching from now, right, is a phase. It's never complete. Form is never complete. Movement is never complete. You know, it's always generating. It's always at a different parts. And when you're 90 years old, it's going to be completely different than what it is now. So you're always, it's, ne it's always growing. It's always understanding. It's always expressing who you are if you tap into it. And that's why I may be a little bit intimidating, even though I'm a small guy when I'm standing in front of you guys. Right? Because I'm expressing, as Ben calls it, my gravity well, my personality. You know? And so when you're dealing with violence, a person could be extremely violent and be coming at you very violently. And that's a hard thing to face when a person really comes at you violently because their personality goes out the window. It may be adjacent to a personality that says, I want to murder you. <laughs> and it's a diff big difference when somebody says, I'm going to murder you. I'm going to, you know, disembowel you. And they're coming at you. That's a, that's, if your personality is not strong enough to stand in front of that, it's like a wave coming at you that just runs over you in what I call a dream state, and you're just gone. You know, because you've just never seen that act of violence coming at you before because your personality also isn't able to handle it. So Tai Chi 
as a way to me is the, the motion and the movement is always blossoming, is always growing, always changing. You're learning as you do it. And you have to understand and bring your personality into it. When you do that, that goes everywhere you go. It just helps you connect with it more. So if I walk into a room and there's Donald Trump and there's this other guy and this other guy and this other guy, they're all doing what they're doing. But I still command my personality. My personality will get the attention I want because I don't care about them. I don't care about how much money or this guy's the president or this is. I'm me. And if they come onto my mat, that's it. There's nothing I want from you. It's my expression of who I am. You know? So I don't think people really understand the power of personality, of presence, and how you can read it just in, in cultures, in different states, California and New Jersey. You know, like you could talk about it in elements, but they all different personalities flock to different areas. To travel, true personality means that you stand, and even when it goes onto your mat, you are true to who and what you are. Well, the reason I do the Tai Chi, when I do the Tai Chi, it's what I, I oh, you know, he's not moving his hand right, he's not doing this. This is who I am. I may break it down or explain it. A person may do this, whatever it is, but it's not weak. You know? My personality is not weak. And when there is a point where other people are depressed, where other people are sad or whatever it is, your strong personality is what allows you to kick back where other people can't kick back. Mm. Right? It's, it's, it's always positive. It's always powerful because you know who you are. And when things are tested in your life, when things come up and they test you in a sense, you discover more about who and what you are. By the way, your personality handles it. Do you practice what you preach? Do you truly believe and who and what you are and the path that you are in and where you stand now to where you're going to be going. So you were talking something earlier, Ben, about uh, 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 the Wizard of Ads, uh, the yeah, fellow that we I, like, I, and, uh, yeah. and and something about passion. And right, well, He sends passion? out a, a newsletter uh, weekly called the Monday Morning Memo. Um, I think you can subscribe for it on his website. But he was talking, he had a little blurb about Passion. Who is this guy? Who's, uh, this is the Wizard of Ads. Wizard of Ads. Yeah. And there's a little... Uh, we'll, we'll put a link in the description later. Um, there's a little blurb about passion and commitment. And he was... In his view, he was talking about how commitment breeds passion and not the other way around. So he's like, once you commit yourself to it, that commitment that energy is going to build your desire to follow through with it instead of being like i can't wait till i care about something enough to commit to it it's 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 more about the action the decision <laughs> to follow through on something that'll breed the energy to to really do it the way you want yeah you know it's like musicians you know musicians when they first start out like the first album if they still call it albums today, I think they do. Yeah, that sounds right. comes out, it's like really good. Yeah. And then the second and the third and fourth, they start decreasing because they start losing the, the they start losing their personality and instead they start catering to what everybody wants instead of truly coming from their personality. Well, the 
and they start listening to statistics or what people want to hear or the beats that people want to hear and they kind of lose and sometimes you get old old musicians that have been doing it a long time and they'll say oh, i'm just going to do this well you can't you can't just put out an, an album of the blues because that's not going to sell and then he says well you know i don't care yeah, yeah basically. this is what i want to do i'm already made my millions this is what i want to represent this is what i'm going to do because they get lost they lose their personality and i think the subtleties the simplicity of the tai chi as an example are and the movements with certain form work form meaning copying different animals or warriors or methodical beings allows you to express and create that personality Understand more of your personality. Create your own mythology. Create yourself. Right? That's belief. And when you can bring your personality to it, that's truly what you're standing in front of. In a Mortal Kombat situation right. or in real life. I'm not talking about, yeah, like you got different personalities. If you notice that most people that are in mixed martial arts have the same personality. They're all the same. And some guys are more you know, aggressive than other guys or more rude than other guys, but it's all part of the game, you know? And then people are in basketball, people are this, that, and the other. But what about you, you know? And that, to me, is the soulful part of what truly the art is supposed to represent. You can't separate. It's like measuring chi. Why would anybody want to measure chi? Chi is merely, all right, a sense. You sense it. So it would be like measuring God. You guys may have whatever you want to believe in God, but either you sense God, but God isn't here literally speaking to you, right? God isn't down here. And God, we trust on our money. We give it to some unknown being that we don't even know, but it's in God we trust, right? We do all this, that, that whole Christmas show came out about that. That was kind of yeah. cool. But the whole thing is, is this that, you know, it's a sense. You sense soul. You sense spirit. You know, you can't say, like, even the brain moves through the many brains of the body. So you may say, hey, this is part of my brain, controls my mortar functions, but it moves throughout the whole body. It's amalgamated into the body. It's part of the whole. You can't separate one thing and say it's better than the other. Maybe in death, when your body no longer works, okay, whatever you are may pull away from it. Okay, and we could get into those conversations down the line if people want to hear my views and opinions on that. But... The body, the soul, chi, your essence, it all is whole. And all of that is your personality. You bring that to the forefront. And that's why you guys always see me the way that you see me. Like a lot of times you could come in, you come in like, like Ben knows me well enough, like if I'm tired and stuff, my personality isn't great that day in a sense like I'm tired. But as soon as you perk me up, I perk you up. Yeah. Just being in the room my personality brings people to life. And that's why, you know, you see it all the time. I'm strangers, you, you, people. You draw people to I you. just draw people to... But it's not me. No, no, it's... It's just what I represent. Right. And that is what allows you to come back from disappointments. That's what allows you to come back from setbacks. That's what allows you to come back from, you know, like uh, disasters that happen in your life from terrible situations or whatever happens because your personality is your personality it's solid when it's solid and it's sound you're not pretending you're not make-believe you are just being really where you are who you are at this point in time bowing in and taking responsibility and moving from there facing all 
your demons, as you now we talk about. And your demons then become your teachers. Because they constantly, metaphorically speaking now, <laughs> they constantly challenge your personality. Right. So, I mean, to take it a little bit out of the abstraction, I don't know how much I can, but and I'm dealing with it right now, as I have been for the last decade. But what you're talking about is discovering your personality, and it took a while to get to this point. But you're, you're discovering your core values, just these things that, for whatever reason, these are the things that you believe in, and those are the things that you've committed yourself to. And, it's, and they will change over time. At least that's what I've been experiencing. And just, but when you go against them, and what you talk about with the, with the demons, just all the, the voices inside your head, and they, they try to get you to go against these core values. But those voices, Ben, they all have their own personality. Yes. Remember that. It's important that each voice needs to be heard and has its own personality. Right. Right? And it's, a, it's you. You, you. You have all these different personalities within you that yes. have their own agendas. Right. And <laughs> the hard part is it's like uh, getting a choir in tune. Mm-hmm. You, you still have the conductor that, and that's your, that's the core personality. And that's, <clears throat> I think that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That core set of values that, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we know, we know Ted's kind of a dick and, <laughs> and, and Lisa is a drama queen and Marty's okay. We like Marty and you know, but you still have to get them to sing together. <laughs> right. And that's that's the hard part, because getting to that core... But the problem is those those other voices, they can be very, very loud and distracting. But, but they each have their place. Yes. But, you know, like... And a lot of that deals with your own superstitions. Mm. A lot of that deals with your genetics. It gets very complicated. A lot of that deals with how you've been raised, environment... Right. All of this comes into play. As you realize that, to me, that's where some of the Tai Chi and the form work comes in because you need you to do that. Yes. So every so you could be naked in the woods and do your Tai Chi, you know, as long as, you know, brush off the ticks that are like have a field day on you. But, you know, like everything, like that's all you need. You're starting to see the simplicity of who and what you are, but you need to believe and who and what you are. You need to recognize those voices, but you need to also understand that it's a it's a it's a matrix of, of that you're connecting yeah. to. So let me mix some metaphors. So when you got the you got the conductor of the choir, and I was at first when you're talking about we're gonna talk about Tai Chi and personality, I was a little like, okay. Yeah, nobody knows what that is, right? But because nobody brings personality into it. But you have a saying when you talk about the Tai Chi, you're always saying, like, I Tai Chi is in everything that I do. And it's the same with the personality. But it's it's getting to understand that core personality, that the conductor, if you will. And so it doesn't matter who's singing or who's doing what or what voice is doing. It's always the conductor at the head of that conversation or that interaction. So whatever voice is coming out, it's still coming out through the conductor. Sometimes. Huh? You see, right, to discover you. your personality means that your personality is dealing with all those voices. Yeah. So it has to come by you. What causes you to become depressed, lethargic, lazy, inactive, like fear, like fear of success, fear of that, is your lack of personality coming into it. 
well, so the I mean. other it's, voice it's the strength of the conductor so the other voice well no no because the conductor also has to be able to see where they're at at that point you have to give that voice its voice and then you have to bring your personality eventually your conductor you want to call into it but if that voice becomes so strong you could kill yourself over credit card debt you know, or you could go out and shoot somebody in a movie theater or whatever it may be because that own voice becomes, you know, and then people say you're insane. I don't believe that's insane. I just believe that you're just listening to the wrong voices. One chemical could be a chemical imbalance. It could be uh, you're dealing with bipolar. You're de- but if you're con- if eventually you understand who you are and you believe in what you're discovering about yourself, you need to bow in and stand on that ground. So your your values know that you know, like, okay, it's wrong for me to shoot this person in the head to gain material right. or to get them out of the way. But yet you still shoot them. That's not that's not living up to your personality. That's living up to the wants or whatever of that but, other but that's, voice. But that's what I'm trying to say. I, I, either we're miscommunicating or I'm on the wrong page somewhere, which is very possible. But it's... if Regardless of what the voice wants, oh, well, it's I, still being... In, but what I'm saying... If the conductor, as you're saying, yeah. doesn't know that it's the conductor anymore and that voice overtakes you, then you feel, because you have no personality, you're not sure of your personality, that that voice becomes the conductor. And that conductor, so in other words, like if, you're, if that voice is leading you on a destructive path right, 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 right. and you think it's part of your depression or part of whatever, okay. is... Okay, Not, we're, we're talking. Yeah, we're talking about different things. I'm talking about if you have that sound understanding of who okay. and what you are, then that conductor yes is the leader yes, of yes, the yes. choir. If you if, have that, if you no, no that's I'm, I'm kind of talking about me. I'm developing that, and right? It's, and it's been a decade in the work, so yeah, and and everybody, yeah, and but, every and everyone. But, but first, now that you, you have to discover it, though. yes, now that you're discovering, yeah, 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 yeah. hey, I have a personality. Wow. Yeah. How do I use that? How do I stand? How do I believe in that? How do I act in that? How do I express that? You know my journey. I've been trying right. to do this for 41 years. Yeah. And now finally, because, hey, this is my little adventure. Yeah. The big adventure when it plugs into the matrix of creation may be something else. But this is mine. Right. This is what I believe in. This is what I'm trying to do. And then you guys came along throughout that. You know, meeting and me and doing that. A whole bunch of stuff. And, yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes it's a little difficult with you guys because everybody's got their idea. But I still control that dog sled that you right. say. Yeah. You know, so my whole point is, is that you're discovering now your personality. Yeah. And tell me, tell me as you're discovering it, right, it ain't easy. No. Because I'm... now you're facing things in yourself that you before were just going with. I'll just go with the flow on this. And now you're really recognizing, well, wait a minute. Maybe uh, maybe I need to. That's not how confront. I really believe. That's yes. Not, yeah. Yes, and that the cool thing is that you're discovering it, yeah. and to me that's where the adjacents to like the Tai Chi or form work because it is something that you always hear me say that you are constantly discovering. Right. It's never fully complete. Or why I say, uh, for lack of a better word, kung fu energy and time, it's in you. You just need. It's there. It's just that you don't bring see it, it. You need to bring it out. As you discover more about your personality, you're bringing that more into the forefront, then you're just, all of you's coming to the table. Right. You know, and why it's so easy for me to read people right. when they walk or doing, because just the way your body walks, the way you do, if you drag your feet when you walk, if you're doing this, I could just tell so much about you 
just in that. Well, I mean, it, it's funny, but as as humans, we I think we just naturally categorize things. So, and you 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 separate them in those categories. So systems I, within systems. I have my I have my physical body. Mm-hmm. I have my emotional, and I have my my spiritual or energetic self. And there's what you were talking about with a. I forgot exactly what you're talking about, but essentially with the chi, it's not, <laughs> it's not separate. These things are all overlaid on each other, and they're completely interconnected. That's why I call it systems within systems. Right. So if you affect the energetic, if you affect the material, if you affect the emotional, the chemical, whatever it is, there's going to be distinct and noticeable effects across the board. And it's just because of the, we have to talk about them a certain way, they're categorized differently. And I think one of the most recent conversations we had, you were just talking to me about material. So the, the two conversations that helped me a lot with this personality, which is why I'm bringing it up, are sometimes I, I have like the emotions and I have all these voices coming. I'm like, I don't know who do I listen to? What's going on? And I get, I would get overwhelmed by myself and I would just sit down until I could figure it out. And one of the conversations we had, I'll sum it up very quickly. You're just like, just tell them to shut up. <laughs> so, it doesn't matter what voice it is. Just tell them all to shut up and do what you have to do. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And and the other one Just was, like the writer you were saying. Just bow in and do what yeah, you have to do. Just, right. And it's, it's, it is, in fact, much easier said than done. Because mm-hmm. you have to get to a point where you can say, hey, shut up. And you have to go back to who and what you are. Right. And the other one was was just the material, you know, because you and I have many conversations on the about the social, about the energetic, about the emotional, and then we're just like, you know, we've been talking about this for a long time. Let's just look at the just the raw material, just the actual physical objects in the world. Okay, so how are you sitting? How are you walking? How are you speaking? And you go, oh, yeah, change that. <laughs> And it, it makes a difference the other way as well. So just just the adjustments I've made physically have helped me change socially. And I don't know. So. Well, you're bringing more of you to the right. forefront, which is what I'm trying to do with everybody I speak to. Yeah. You know. Well, one of the things I wanted to mention, I guess, um, is the process. Like how how... I've put these things into practice and how they've kind of come into practice, I guess. Um, so like one of the, one of the things I was thinking about while we were talking was the idea of meditation and movement. Um, I heard a really good definition of meditation or not heard, read it. Um, it was a book where these two guys are talking. One of them is a physicist and the other one is this, um, big Indian spiritualist mm-hmm. and they have all these conversations and the book is just a series of conversations that they had. And when they're talking about meditation, they say meditation is the observation of a thing while it's occurring, right? And that idea is very powerful to me, just the idea of just um, observation. So when you practice your Tai Chi, right, mm-hmm. it's like you have this this goal, this orientation, right? These are the things that I'm trying to do, right? It's not even about the movement. I think that's one of the things we're discovering through uh, the training right now. Is it's not about the movement. It's about that constancy, right? It's about that consistency and main, maintaining that through your action. So you come out and you're observing, right? So you're just, all right, so here's, here's this thing, the, the consistency. 
and then you start to move and that's when you start to see things like oh you know i'm starting to step off a little bit why is my you know why am i not being able to, to accomplish this move right this move is kind of uh, a fixed point right you're like okay i need to be able to have my hand come out in this way turn my body and have my other hand come out in this way right and you start to see the timing is off and that's why the sifu is there the sifu can point and say hey your timing is off or hey this isn't what are you doing like this is this is what the move looks like this is what i'm seeing you know and you begin to see all of the little pieces right the pieces that are going wrong and then you start to see what affect them so it's like oh you know my my posture is off because my hips not lined up correctly right so you start to adjust the hip and then you're like i'm not even stepping out correctly right like there's something that before this movement even begins there's something in my brain that is stopping that from happening and i think that's how you start to access the emotional content and all of the the um the the internal aspect of it starts to come uh become apparent in what you're doing mm -hmm. right and by observing yourself by observing how all of that internal content is beginning to affect your external presence right you can start to turn all those tools to other people and that's what you're talking about i think when you say like oh just by how someone reaches for a glass i can tell where their brain is it's because you have spent time observing that process in yourself through the tai chi mm -hmm. through the form work and then you start to see it in how people move because you live in everybody yeah you know and when you think about it we're kind of in one sense in one sense we all want the same thing in life but so everybody's living in the same dream but in many different personalities within that dream of how they get there what they do and we've all been at different points where other people have been like thinking about suicide thinking about your sexual uh, you know agenda you know thinking about what's going we've all been in these different things certain people will act on certain things certain right. people won't you know it depends on but we've all been there and that's the many voices everybody has the same we're all living one dream with what and just dreams floating into a dream to me that gets it to a whole different realm but yeah, and when you think about movement, I remember, and I'll tell this story, we'll end it with this, right? <laughs> Unless you got more to say. I did have one more thing. Okay, that, but... well, let me tell my story then, and then we'll go. I remember I went out on this date uh, a while back, and uh, I went out with this uh, very attractive woman. We went to this Russian bar, Russian samovar, mm. and um, <clears throat> the Russian bar, and it is called the Russian samovar, it's probably still around, uh, when they gave you shots, it was two and a half shots. Russians don't do anything small. And every time I would walk away, go to the bathroom, come back, there'd be two or three shots there. And I remember this one Russian bar, and this is the first time actually dating this girl. It was a very attractive woman. And uh, I just come back, and there's this Russian mafia there. So, you know, you're like, okay. Uh, just And I said, I'm done, I'm done. And I come back and there's three more shots of these two Russian mafia guys with hams, hands the size of hams, you know, or you know, there, brought me shots, and then the one bar, female bartender goes, here, you drink this, you drink like a Russian, right, and puts it down, so I ended up drinking, I don't know how many shots, I was drunk out of my mind, I remember singing Frank Sinatra in Russian with these guys, and I don't even know Russian, right, in the middle of these two huge men, <laughs> I'm sitting there, and they're singing Frank Sinatra in Russian, and I'm just like going along with them, right, so being that drunk, right, dressed sharp out with this uh, a beautiful woman i decided hey man i'm really drunk things are moving all over the place i haven't been this drunk in a long time i'm gonna walk it off let's walk to 
which is a bad decision. Let's walk to wherever we had to walk to. I didn't even know. I know we got to go up here and make a left and just go straight, and it's going to take us to, you know, the train station, wherever it was. So we're walking for a very long time through all these different areas that you should not be walking through dressed the way you are with this really attractive woman at 3 o'clock in the morning. And all I remember is body movement. Why can't my foot step straight? <laughs> you know? And I, and I was just, and the girl was talking to me, and I'm just walking. I don't know how many blocks. We're just walking, walking, walking. And the whole time, I was just meditating. On, Why can't my foot stay straight? Why does it keep crossing over here? I don't want, my brain is saying don't cross over here, but my body is making a cross over here. And I'm really obsessed with this drunk, right? And I had this long leather coat on, you know, this black leather coat. It looked like some crazy drug dealer, I guess. And, and then um, the girl I was with stops. I look up, and there's these three guys in front of me, right? And they're going to mug us, obviously, or grab her or whatever it is. And the guy steps in front of me, and I, I, I'm still obsessed with my foot. <laughs> I, I look up, and I see this guy. Now, this is what she told me, right? I still say, uh, not the foot part, because she doesn't know that part, and I'm, I never see her anymore. But probably that's one of the reasons. But um, I'm like this, and the guy reveals a knife, which I didn't even, didn't even know. He's showing me a knife or a gun. She sees it. She steps back, and I look up, and I look at him, and, I, and his two friends. I said, guys, because I'm still obsessed with my leg, you're going to die. I have absolutely no control now what I'm going to do, and I know that I'm going to kill you. You know, I know you're going to die because I can't control. Normally, I can control what I'm going to hit you with. And, you know, two big guys. The one guy that faced me was about the same size as me. I'm not a big guy, but, you know, tough looking, you know, showing his knife. Apparently, <laughs> I wasn't even like, where is? And I just said, you're, you're, you're just, you're all going to die. And the guy just stepped out of the way. <laughs> the other two guys moved. Now, and I just kept walking. Now, I don't know if they thought maybe like this guy's crazy. Maybe he's got a, a sort of shotgun underneath that coat, whatever it was. But I was serious that you were going to, I walked past him and there I was again, trying to figure out why one foot, why can't that foot go here? Why is it going here? It's kind of like when I'm teaching you guys Tai Chi or whatnot. You know, it was kind of a funny story about meditation in the movement. I thought it'd just be fun to tell, but it is the truth. You can get obsessed uh, with what you're doing and not recognize all the things. And there was body chemistry was off. Obviously, I was drunk. And even though my mind, my rational mind saying step here, it wouldn't let me step here. No, you're stepping over here. And I became fixated with the crossover instead of this is where I want to go. Why can't I do that? Why does my foot go where I'm, why am I stumbling when I'm walking, you know? And it was kind of like I was at war with myself, with my, with my rational self, which was still present even though I was drunk. I didn't let it go. Trying to figure out how I was stepping, meditating in the movement, which may have saved those people's lives. Obviously, if I was drunk, I wouldn't, wasn't drunk, I wouldn't have said any of that. I just would have taken them out right there, which may have resulted in some bad karma for them. But there was no karma there. I knew that I, if I'm going to hit you, that... I have no control of what's going to come at you, you know, and they moved out of the way. It's a funny story about meditating. So my point is, is you can even meditate when you're drunk mm -hmm. if, you, if you allow yourself to do that. That's the takeaway. That's the, the takeaway. Okay. And you know that I haven't drank for like three years now. I stopped that, yeah. you know, which I plan on going back to soon every now and then. But uh, so I could have some more good stories. But 
Anyway, what we got to... Just, um... <laughs> it's kind of hard to top that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't try. Just talk about what you want to talk about. So, I guess the idea is um, getting back to, I think, why uh, people start having the battle, right? Like, it comes from... <clears throat> so, once you have that internal understanding, right, it becomes about understanding what your priorities are. Not just understanding it, but believing that, right? So, you talk about, like, the, the belief and the faith. It's mm-hmm. like, well... What is that? What is it? What is it? Um, I mean, empty faith and, and belief is probably a, a talk for another time. Um, no, we could, if we remember, we could talk about that. I think we, we discussed that in one of our we have, yeah. podcasts. It's probably out there somewhere. Okay. So but we could revisit it. Yeah. I'm so, sure people don't mind listening to it in different scenarios or different models for, yeah. for it. But the idea is that, like, um, I think people don't recognize what it is that they're moving towards, right? They don't recognize the goals. Like with Tai Chi, right, it gives you something to focus on when you're moving. It's like here's... Yes, milestones and goals are important because they give you, they give you uh, a compass, give you a way to head. But they can't... But the compass may change, mm-hmm. and you have to also recognize the change. Yeah. But your personality and whatever you've developed to get to that point should change with you but it should come in amalgamate into your personality who you are at this time in other words you're not pretending you're not acting to be something else you are being who you are you know and of course and what that means is being truthful to yourself i don't mean that you're truthful to somebody else. i'm truthful to myself i'm looking at you you're a jackass and call a guy a jackass you know that's not being truthful with yourself i mean know who you are will also allow you not to call that person a jackass because they can't hurt you. They can't penetrate your personality, right. who you are. Yeah. And that's the thing, I think, getting to the idea of, like, it's not understanding what your priority is in that situation, right? If you're thinking, oh, that guy's a jackass, I am who I am. The first thought you're having isn't about you or what you're trying to represent. The first thought you're having is, the con- you know, you're, you're obsessed with the social, the social dynamic, right? The, the, the hierarchy or the thing or whatever. You're focused on this guy, right? And whatever he... Represents. Or your God. Yeah. Right. You know, that's like the great story. You heard the story about, you know, when Joseph Campbell told the story about the, uh, <laughs> the about elephant. The elephant. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great story. Mm-hmm. I guess now we have to say it, but you know, where he meets this monk, the, the student meets the monk, you know, yeah. and he says, uh, well, all things are God. We're all God. And now the monk comes into this realization like, oh, I'm God. And he's walking down the alleyway, and there's this big elephant coming at him with the guy on top. And the guy's yelling at the, the guy who's walking. He said, hey, you idiot, get, get the hell out of the way. I'm coming through. And then he's like, well, wait a minute. He's in his meditation. He says, well, I'm God. The elephant's God. Should God get out of the way of God? And he's so into that meditation, like me when I was walking drunk, trying to get my <laughs> foot in front of the other, you're not seeing what's in front of you, right? And then, and danger's definitely in front of you, but I'm still meditating, I'm deep in my meditation. So maybe that comes out kind of true now, people understand my story a little bit more. So I'm stepping across of each other, and here's the elephant coming. And the guy, the conductor of the elephant, saying, hey, you idiot, get the hell out of the way, you've got to get out of the way. And he says, I'm God. This is God. Should God listen to God? What is God? And then the elephant, when he gets close enough, says, okay, wraps his trunk around the guy and throws him against the wall, and he walks by. So here's this guy, and he's just all, like, ripped up now, battered from this elephant, smashing against the wall. He walks immediately back to his teacher, walks in and says, hey, 
he almost killed me. And he said, what are, you, what are you talking about? He goes, well, I'm in your meditation. I'm very enlightened now. And everything is God. We're all gods. Everything's God. And I'm walking down the alleyway. And this elephant's in front of me. And the guy's yelling at me to get the hell out of the way. Should God get out of the way of God? And the elephant just rams me against the wall. I almost died. I'm all scratched up. And all look at me. And he goes, yeah, you look pretty bad. So, so what do you think about that? And he says, well, you're actually, you are the idiot. You should have listened to the voice of God telling you to get the hell out of the way. So the voices have a place, but they have to express who you are, where you are at that time, and what level of understanding you can bring to that, to who you are, to that personality. And sometimes it could, you know, your voices can be overwhelming. And what voice are you listening to? But they do all have a place. They all have something to say. It's like if somebody says to you, hey, Vic, I didn't like the way you ran that class. You know, you were a little bit rough on these two guys in here, and I think you should have toned it down a little bit. Now, your voice at that point could get very defensive, or you could take on the Sifu role. And the Sifu role is absorb it, listen, because the Sifu knows that, okay, this guy viewed me this way. And even though he may be wrong in the way he viewed me, he still viewed me this way. I should listen to what they're saying to me because either I did something wrong, I'm not coming across right, or maybe I really was wrong. And I need to see that and then express it, then maybe talk to them about it or change them or add something more to who I am or a flaw that may be in me. Because if they see it, then that voice deserves to be listened to. And that's what I mean. It doesn't mean your personality changes. It means you listen to it, and then you decide what action or what you want to amalgamate into who and what you are. Because if somebody sees it, or if there's a voice inside of you saying, hey, man, if you do this to that person, you're going to really hurt them. Maybe you should think twice about it. That voice needs to be listened to. You see? And then you have to make a decision on what you're going to do based on that, but it has to be brought into who you are so that you are wearing the proper armor and the proper movement and representing who you are in whatever decision you make, and you have to be able to live with that decision to a certain time or point in your life where you may be able to change it or move it in a, in a different direction. And that's bringing your personality into it. Because then you lay down with yourself you wake up with yourself. And it's nice when you lay down and you know who that person is that you're waking up with. You know? And then you may wake up really in a terrible mood or this, that, and the other because you didn't have sleep or this, but you're still waking up with you. And all of that needs to come to the forefront. You know? And you need to always go back to your own your your home base. You know, who and what you are. What started you out on this journey in the first place. Because remember. You opened up your own can of worms. Everybody does. You know? Go ahead. Do you, you have something more to say? Because you look like in your face like, Sifu, shut up. I want to say well, something. No. <laughs> <laughs> See? There's, the, there's that meditation again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's, that's kind of all I wanted to get into. Really. It was just that idea, right? Like, I think um, when I see people who are dealing with a lot of strife, like internal strife or, you know, difficulties or whatever, it... Um, I think the meditation is the most valuable thing you can do in that situation because it lets you see the context. It's like, well, what am I trying to deal with? You know, that's mostly, I think that's how you've helped us through a lot of issues that we have. And that ten tends to be how I help people through issues that they're having is I just 
ask them questions. And the questions are designed to clarify the situation that they're dealing with. But the questions you ask them, you're also asking them to ask themselves. Yes. That is very good. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what you have to get the people to think out of the box, or anybody, especially martial arts, think out of the box to improve on who and what they are. You know, to work with their vessel, meaning you're, you're the captain of your ship. This is your vessel. You captain it. If it says go left or right, it's going to go left or right because you tell it to. Mm -hmm. You know, you still have that decision to make on whatever decision you do. You need to know, though, it's your vessel. You command your ship, and you need to respect that you command it. And when you take on that respect, then you take on the personality of a captain who says goes left and everybody goes left with them. And then somebody says, hey, we're all following him left. This guy knows what he's doing. And you as a captain, I don't know where we're going. I'm just, everybody thinks I should be going that way. So I'm going that way because I know if I don't, if I'm not captain, they're not going to follow me. You know, the captain may not know, but as a vessel, you know, you still command that authority in yourself. And that's what lacks in people. And they always want to get validation from everybody else. Oh, yes, what you're doing is right. Oh, yes, you're, dis you're, you're destroying this other country. What you're doing is right. They want validation, but you need to validate yourself. You can gather information, listen to people and stuff, but it still comes down to you making that decision. And that's captain of your ship. And I think that's something you bring back to the practice, right? So, like, just the, I think one of the, the valuable aspects of you know, the Kung Fu, the form, or just working out, or anything else like that, you're just coming out and you're like, I'm going to do this thing, right, whatever this thing is, and you practice that, and you build the habit of just going out and doing something, right, just that, that decisiveness. So in that moment, we're like, we need to go left. It'll just be, it'll be there, right, because you've practiced it, you've reinforced that, that behavior, it comes out when it needs to be there, right? You haven't, because the thing is, if you're not practicing the decisiveness, you're practicing indecisiveness. Mm -hmm. Right, so you're practicing the voices, just the scattering that that um, catering to that scattered mindset, right? And that's what'll come out, or that's what's more likely to come out in the moment when you need to just make a decision, yep. right? And it all comes out in your body language and what you're doing. I could tell when you guys, you guys are nervous when you're off, when there's certain habits you guys do that you don't even know that you do. That I could tell, oh. He's having an off day or she's having an off day or they're dealing with something because it comes to the surface because that's body language. And that's when you'll hear me say, so you, what's going on? You seem a little, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Oh, I'm all fine. And then eventually, okay. And you start talking about it because you could just see it in a person's body language, you know, just like Ben has been around me enough to know that, hey, uh, Sifu, you're a little, you know, what's going on with you today? Ah, you know, I slept, I couldn't sleep, right? This, that, and the other thing. And this is really bothering me. But at least I say it right away. <laughs> you know, you know, he asked me, he goes, yeah, well, this is why. You know, I don't say, ah, I'm okay, I'm fine. You know, no, no. You ask me the question, you've got to get an answer. <laughs> yeah. I'm dealing with this or with that or whatever it is, you know. Because I already know because I've already talked to me about it. Yeah. You see what I mean? I may not have an answer, but if you're seeing it, obviously I need to see it in myself as well. So if Ben comes up to me and says, hey, you know, are you feeling okay today? No, I'm not. You know, and I had this stupid thing happen to me the other day. I almost killed this kid, you know, and this, that, and the other thing, blah, 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 blah. And I tell you, and like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have asked him. Now I got to listen to it, you know. But I've already discussed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've already, I, I may not have fully processed it, because that's why you see the little ticks or the little things right. that are off, but I've already discussed it with who and what I am. And I may be disappointed 
you know, with what I've decided to do in that action, and I need to understand it, recognize it, and validate, hey, this is why I took the action that I took, you know, and not use an excuse to really stand by who and what I am and where I am at that time. All right. I think we've talked a lot about this. I think there's still a lot more to discuss, but I'd, uh, I'd like to continue it next time. And Do you have a, an ending that you want to lead into so we remember what to talk <laughs> about next time? Obviously, you I, I, go I'm going to keep some this. notes instead, and we can talk about that. Okay. But I think this is a good place to stop. I think Since it's very to... hot in this room right now. It, it is. It is quite warm. <clears throat> and, uh, but that's, that's good. Good. I hope everybody enjoyed this, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Hey, everyone. Sifu and I just wanted to let you know that the website is up. It's systemswithinsystems.com. That's all one word. If you're in the central New Jersey area and looking to train, you can email us at sws.kungfu at gmail for private or small group lessons, or you can just come down to the school on Monday nights from 6.30 to 9. If you're looking for a phone consultation with Sifu, you can reach us at the same email, sws.kungfu at gmail. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Take care.